Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, you're back for another episode today. I am talking all about how to use video to build relationships, to connect emotionally to your buyers. Now, video is not new. It's not. But for those of you who are on the fence and were waiting to see if it would just go away, (laughs) I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not. In fact, if anything, video keeps increasing more and more and more. And all of the like news publications, the media outlets, the social media gurus out there are espousing the merits of video. And so if you are hoping that I would be telling you, it's okay, just simply ignore using video. uh, This is not the episode for you, my friend. So if right now you're thinking, I'm not going to be planning to use video, I'm going to ask you to just give me a chance because even if you're introverted, even if you don't like seeing yourself on video, I'm going to tell you why it's so important, especially right now, that you take the time to think about how you can incorporate video into your sales process, into your marketing messages, into your relationship building with your potential customers because it is that important, especially as we move forward in 2020 and beyond. Okay, friend, so grab your paper, grab your your pens, because this is going to be a meaty one. I'm going to go pretty quickly because I want to keep them short and sweet. But this one here is I'm going to give you five specific points on why video is so critical in helping you to build relationships and not just any old relationships, emotional relationships. Because if you've heard me say this before, people buy based on emotion and they justify with logic, meaning that if they don't have an emotional connection to you, they're not going to buy. It's very rare. It does happen, but it's very rare. And so your best bet is to build relationships with people who know, like, and trust you. And how we build know, like, and trust is by connecting emotionally. There is no better platform to do this than video. Now, I know what you're thinking because you're, you're probably cringing and you're thinking, oh my God, Susan, I have to do my hair. I have to do makeup. I have to take a shower. God forbid, I need to put on like better clothing. So you don't have to do any of that. And if you stick around, I'm going to actually give you a bonus hack at the end of this on ways to get around this if you are introverted, if you don't like being on video, if you don't want to see your face, like how do I still leverage video if all of that is true for me? I will give you the, the goods on that as well. So let's talk about number one. The reason why it is so important is that, um, it allows you to connect deeper with the person that you want as your target buyer. Now, as a caveat to that, then it's really important that you understand who your best buyer is, right? This is not just about creating a massive following or a lot of fans. This is about specifically thinking 
what does my target buyer need to hear from me, see from me, or be able to connect with me on? And what do I need to share on that video as a result of all of those things? So when we are clear on who your target buyer is, as opposed to just the mass audience that you're trying to, to attract, it becomes much simpler, right? It's really about what's going to prevent that person from being able to buy from me. Are they afraid? Do they need more information? Do they have questions? Are they on the fence? Do they need to see other people that are like them? What is it that they actually need to be able to see from me while I'm on video that will enable us to have that conversation? That you need to address as you're using video. And video allows you to do that in a really impactful way because you can imagine that even writing a blog post, like a blog post, there's still blogs around, right? And that's a lot of reading. It's a heck of a lot of reading for somebody to read about when you would be able to cover that in a three to five minute video. They don't have to be very long, but the amount of information and the amount of connection that you can uh, collect with that particular platform is invaluable. Like I can't even stress enough. Number two is stories, right? Now, the best way that we connect to one another, the best way that we relate emotionally is through storytelling. It, there's a reason why when we're little kids, uh, we get read bedtime stories. And I remember all the stories or a big chunk of the stories that my dad used to read to us to bed. Now, gosh, that's almost over 40 years ago right? So I want you to think about for yourself, how do you remember things? If somebody tells you just facts or a bunch of random numbers or even just their name, how likely are you to remember? But if you heard a story associated with them, if you've been following this podcast for a while, if you listened to my trailer, my very first episode where you heard my story about being a kind of a corporate dropout, but accidentally I had a huge breakdown that became my breakthrough and I fell into entrepreneurship after years of trying to avoid it and being a serial entrepreneur that didn't go very well. So when you hear my story, especially the breakdown to breakthrough, that's kind of my signature story. Most people remember me because of that story, not because I teach sales, but because I had this breakdown moment in my life where I thought everything was being taken away from me. And I want you to think for yourself, what are some of the stories that you have in your arsenal, in your closet, in your journals that you could dig up and be able to share where you're, again, not just everybody, but your target buyer, the person who wants to buy from you, who should be buying from you, can directly relate to, that they would resonate with, that they would have something in common with you about, that they would go, oh my gosh, that's me too. Allowing yourself to be able to share a story using the power of video is, is crazy pants because they can see you, they can feel you, they can hear you, they can deeply connect with what it is that you're sharing with them. It is such an intimate experience. Now, here's a pro tip. If you can't do that, do audio. Do audio. And it's okay if you just, because here's the thing. You can actually record an audio and put it on, I think it's Wave, the Wave app. Um, we use Headliner. 
for this podcast. And so you can find different tools that will convert audio into a video thing so that you just have your image, like your, uh, your picture of any kind. It could be a selfie. It could be your branded photo. Hello. And you have your voice coming on over top. Okay. So that way you can leverage video platforms, but still be able to do it in a way that's comfortable for you. So that's pro tip number one. So when you're able to use stories, again, you evoke emotion. That's how we buy. That's how we connect. That's how we build relationships. And it's super important that you build in these nuggets of stories as you are using video. Video is simply not a way for you to just spout off a lot of facts about your business. Although it can be used for that, I really strongly encourage you not to do that. Um, and I'll, I'll share with you at the very end a way for you to be able to still be the expert, be the teacher, and do it in a way that is helpful for others especially if you struggle in this area. I'm not the best storyteller uh, simply because I don't remember them all. Um, and I typically will forget punchlines for jokes. So uh, don't ask me <laughs> to tell you any jokes either. I'm probably as good at telling jokes as I am stories, maybe marginally better at the stories. Um, so if you struggle on the stories, it's okay. We're covering off five different points and hopefully one of these will resonate with you a little bit more. So number three is video allows you to build actual relationships. Now there are five different components around building relationships and I'll share that in an upcoming episode. But what I want you to think about is it's really hard to get to know somebody if you've never met them. Now, I will share a story because when I was little, we used to have pen pals back in the day when there was no internet, there was hardly any telephone. There certainly was long distance, but it was, if anybody remembers, it was like, like it took forever to connect long distance. And my pen pal that I had when I was seven or eight, we got them through school, uh, was in, I would think it was Germany. It was somewhere in Europe. And they were an English-speaking country because we wrote in English, but I couldn't call them, and obviously no internet. And so we wrote letters, old-fashioned letters with a stamp and everything. And while we were able to build a kind of a friendship, it a, took a long time because we never met. We never got to speak to each other. It was all done through letters. And I know, I know, if you're a writer, I love to write, you're going to argue with me. And I agree. But here's the thing. When I said at the very beginning of this episode is that using video to build relationships to connect emotionally to your buyers faster. That's the key word that you expedite the process that you can mimic what happens in person through the use of a tool a system that is available to you today. And so while you can build relationships other ways, I don't believe that there's anything faster outside of meeting person to person, which may not be possible depending on where in the world that you live. You may be living in a remote rural town. You may be living in a place where there's not a lot of entrepreneurs or like-minded people. You might be, uh, you might just be super introverted and you don't want to do all that peopling. Can I get an amen? 
So <laughs> if you are anything like me and, and you realize that you want to build relationships, you want to connect, but you want to do it in a way that feels authentic to you and that you call the shots on, video is amazing because you do it when you feel up to it and not when you don't. And and it allows you to mimic what you do in person. It is one of the reasons why I started my business um, doing Zoom video calls. I called them coffee chats. I think I might have mentioned them before on a, a previous episode. But I wanted to mirror what I had done back in corporate when we would go for a coffee, like an actual coffee. And in person, you would meet them at a coffee shop. Well, I decided I'm going to use the digital platform, Zoom, to be able to mi mimic that. And we call, I called them a virtual coffee. Now I'm a tea drinker, so mine was a virtual tea, but you get the point, right? And so when you are able to use videos so that you can see eye to eye, uh, actually convey emotion, be able to almost be in the same room with somebody, you can build relationships much, much faster. And even if it's just one-sided because you're using a live streaming platform where you don't actually get to see them, they, meaning your audience, will start to build a relationship with you much faster. It's like having you show up in their living room every single day or every single week. And I know as a kid who grew up watching TV every single day, every single week, there are certain shows. I feel like I know Oprah simply because she showed up in my living room every day, 4 p.m. after school. So what if you're somebody's Oprah because you're showing up on video every single day or every single week, and you are allowing them to build a relationship with you through the use of a video tool. Number four is to be intentional. Now, too often what I see is once you decide, okay, I'm all in, I'm going to use video, then like some of my clients have done, they come to me without a plan, without strategy, without intention. And they've been using video, but it actually isn't doing anything. There is a way to use this platform incorrectly in that it just becomes busy work instead of real work. And I don't mean work in a bad way. I mean that it's a tool that enables you to create and cultivate connections and relationships with your ideal clients and the buyers that desperately need your help in a way that serves you both. And the way to do that is by being intentional. How do you want to use video? How do you want to show up on video? What do you think video is going to help you accomplish in your business, in the relationships, in connecting with the people that you want to serve? When you really think about the answers to those questions, it will allow you to be more strategic about your use of video as a platform and how you're going to be able to leverage it as a tool to show up differently for your ideal customers. So when you think about you know, building a relationship and moving through a journey with them, you don't all of a sudden meet somebody at the bar or, you know, maybe it's at Starbucks and you're grabbing your coffee and you catch the eye of somebody who's sitting in the corner. You don't all of a sudden grab your coffee and make a beeline for them and ask them out on a date. At least most people don't, right? If anything, there's a process involved. There's a little bit of a dance where you might look over, glance, make eye contact, smile, look over again, nod, 
you know, and then as you gaze or you maintain eye contact, you may decide as you exit, oh, I might just say something or nod or make a remark or ask a question just to start breaking the ice. And if it's somebody that you've been seeing there on a regular basis, like every time you go and get your regular morning coffee, maybe after the span of three or four days, you're finally going to approach and ask them a, an actual question that's going to lead to a, a more meaningful dialogue. That's what I mean by being intentional, right? There are steps in the dance that you take in order to be able to do the tango, and it, there are steps in this process for you to be able to use video in a way that actually builds connections and actually builds relationships with the people who are watching you. And if you don't have any intention and it just is, there's no rhyme or reason to it, then you're probably frustrated because you've already said, I'm using video and it's not doing anything for my business and I don't see the ROI and I'm like fed up because people keep telling me to use video and I don't see any reason why. This is the reason why. It's because you're not intentional about how you're being able to use that platform. You're not thinking about it as a way to be able to have a conversation. Even if it's one-sided, you are still having a conversation with somebody. And I want you to think about how you're inviting people into that space and allowing them to collaborate with you, to converse with you, to connect with you, and to continue building that relationship so that they are, as we use that Starbucks analogy, you know, they're starting to get closer and closer to you. They're starting to ask you questions now instead of you just asking questions or just giving information. And that happens because you're intentional about the journey that you're taking people on using video as the main tool because it makes things much faster. You don't have to wait the span of a month or even years. You can do it in the span of days or weeks which means that you can help so many more people so much faster. So the last one is to be personal, which I know you're probably thinking, well, isn't that a given? I am going to tell you how many times that I have observed videos and been watching not only as a coach and as a consultant, but also as a student and as a participant. And there are so many times where people forget that there are other people watching and talking to them and you stop being an actual person. You start becoming a brand or a guru. I hate using that word, but there's a lot of distance between what it is that you're doing and what you're sharing and what you're telling us and what your audience wants to receive. And the more that you can be authentic to you, the more that you can be human, the more personal you can be. Um, because remember, people buy from other people. Yes, you're a brand. Yes, you're a business. Yes, you're an entrepreneur and, and all of those lovely things. But at the end of the day, if we don't feel connected to you, especially if you're selling services and and more importantly, if you are selling higher end, higher priced services, it is extremely critical that you don't lose sight of the fact that you are a person and that when people resonate with you, when they connect with you, when they relate to who you are as a human being, that's what builds relationships. 
And if you're trying to put up a front, if you're trying to look a certain way or show up a certain way and you're not being authentic to you, people can read that. And that's when you feel sleazy or spammy or icky or incongruent because what you do and what you say and how people are receiving what you do and what you say just don't match up. And so this last piece around being personal is, I would say, the most important. And that means that if you're the type of person that does not wear a lot of makeup um, and yet your brand photos look super glam and yet in your everyday life, you don't and you're you're scared to show up as a result, I'm going to say, well, maybe you should come more somewhere in the middle, right? Where can you put on a swipe of, of lip gloss and maybe just some mascara and call it a day when you do your uh, videos? That's what I do. I don't wear hardly a lick of makeup most days. My brand photos don't tend to have a ton of makeup either because it makes me feel funny. Um, I just don't like having a lot of stuff on my face. And so if you are feeling incongruent, then I'm going to give you permission right now that it's totally okay to not look the same as your branded photos, to not always show up with the fancy clothes and to be down in your yoga pants and your gym clothes or your not so gym clothes as the case may be it is totally okay be you do you and know that the right people will show up anyways and that people who don't matter they don't matter it's okay so i told you that i would gonna give you some bonus tips so i already gave you one pro tip earlier uh, around using just audio in case you don't want to be on video and you can use some apps like Wave or Headliner to be able to convert them into video clips so that you can still use them and have them kind of visually showing up on video. The other thing that you can do if you don't want to show yourself on video is there's two things. You can do video tutorials, meaning um, you can just do screen shares screen shares. So you could do evaluation. So I had a client who was doing a uh, brand audits. So she would go in and do, now she was not shy. She was not shy at all. She was an extrovert, but I said, Hey, here's a way for you to show up as an expert, to build your brand authority, some credibility, and to be able to be in service of other people using video as a platform. She was fine being direct to camera with her face uh, showing up. But if you are thinking, oh, I don't really like this, but I do want to show up as the expert. I'm a really good teacher. And these are the things that really call to me. Here's the strategy. I want you to go ahead and do a screen share. Think about something that you can teach or evaluate or be able to assess. So in the case of my client, she was doing brand audits. She would take a look at people's websites and do a before and after. So she would show people, here's the before of the website, here's the, the problems that we had with it, and then here's what we did afterwards when we fixed the website. None of it had her face. All she was doing was showing uh, websites on her video that had been captured and she could do this live or pre-recorded. So if you're nervous about doing live video, not to worry. This is something that you can easily do pre-recorded, no problemo. Um, so you just record whatever it is that's showing up on your computer screen and teach them as you go through. Super, super simple. 
The other one is for you to create a bit of a training. So there's a little bit more work involved where you do a simple uh, presentation, like a slideshow, PowerPoint or Keynote, Google Slides, and you simply are talking out the script. I know that sounds simple, but I'm gonna tell you how many times I've seen this and it works magic. People love them because they still get to hear you, they still get to hear you, and they're watching the words. So it's kind of like closed captioning, subtitles. They're just following along with you. And so if you wanted to share a story, if you wanted to show them a picture, if you wanted to show them before and afters, but they're just static images and you don't want to have to walk them through an actual, like a review of some kind, this is another way for you to be able to present that material. And you never have to show your face on screen. All you're doing again is recording your video over top of the slides that you are running through. Now you can again do this live or pre-recorded. The beauty of this is you get to decide. And so at the end of the day, you're still teaching them something which allows you to build that relationship because you don't always have to teach an actual how-to. You could be sharing a story. You could be sharing a situation that's happened. You could just be um, telling people what's going on about uh, an example that you just work through in your life, in your business, in your health, your wealth, your relationship, whatever it is that, that you teach your people on. This is a simple way for you to still use the power of video, still show up. So tutorials or doing like a, a kind of a webinar style slideshow where you're going to just have the written words show up on the screen. Those are ways where you still are able to use video without having to show your beautiful face Go and do your hair and makeup, and I would encourage you, if you can, to do some direct-to-camera. It's okay if it's not perfect. It's okay if you don't look your best. It's okay if you are nervous. I'm going to tell you that even today, when I get up on my video, I still... Um, I get really shaky, I get really nervous, and I still get sweaty armpits and sweaty palms. So. It gets better over time, but there's times where it may, mean, it may not be something that you will ever really get over. It just gets better. So the main thing that I want you to keep in mind, and the reason why I keep doing them, even though it makes me uncomfortable and it does make me nervous still to this day, is because I know how impactful it is. I know that there's somebody else counting on me on the other side, and I know that there's somebody waiting for me that I could serve. And I want you to remember the same thing. I want you to think for today. How can I find someone to serve today by being on video? What could I create or share on video that will allow me to build, grow, or deepen a relationship with somebody who I want to work with. When you have that in your mind, again, we talked about the intention, it allows you to get over yourself and to just show up and to be able to use a tool like video so that you can deeply connect and start really making that emotional connection with your buyers and really start cultivating relationships that matter. Because I really believe that the more that you can embrace video, the more that you can be consistent in using it in an intentional way, the faster you're going to build 
really important relationships in your business. And I will say that this is the number one tool that allowed me to get fully booked in my business and allowed me to create that six-figure income in such a short amount of time in, six, in the first six months of, of my business. And it has continued to let me uh, build a successful business of my own design, of my own making, because I show up on video for the people who I'm here to serve. And I would encourage you that I've given you some steps and some things to consider in this episode today, and also some hacks, some tricks to be able to get around the fact that if you don't want to show your beautiful face on camera, you do not have to, and you don't have to show up live if you're not ready for that, but you definitely do need to use video. I want to hear from you. If you use any of these tips or strategies, head on over to my podcast page. The link will be in the show notes so that you can leave me a voicemail and I will give you a shout out on my next episode um, to let me know how this has helped you. Even if it's just to hit record, go live, you know, do it once and see what it's like. Promise me that you'll let me know so that I can give you a shout out and a high five on my next episode or on social media. Um, I hope this was helpful for you and I will see you over in the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.